You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Sex and relationship advice you can use tonight. Welcome to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. I'm your co-host, Brandon Ware, here with my always lovely other half, Dr. Jess. Hi. How are you feeling? <laughs> I have a piece of frozen meat on my forehead. Yeah, it's um, the door, your head. They met today. I just went to turn off the dryer so that there wouldn't be noise in the background and coming out of the laundry room. <laughs> Welcome to our home studio. I pulled my <laughs> I pulled the door right into my head and smacked it and then saw stars. That's awesome. But we're on schedule. We gotta do hey, gotta get it done. Yeah, you, know, you, you gotta you gotta meet up on the head there and uh, it's, record this. It's frozen free what do you call it when it's uh sealed? It's free like range. This? No, it's not free, free range. range. Oh it's it's Vacuum, it's vacuum sealed. sealed. It's vacuum sealed corned beef on my head that my mom bought me. That we're having for dinner. No, it's no, not for dinner. Just kidding. I don't know if we're going to be able to eat it after my hot head melts it. Anyhow. Anyway, welcome. Oh, I'm out of breath from that. Uh, today we are talking about hot wifing. Yes, and, hot wifing. And hand jobs. Yes. And earlier today, I was shooting with TSC in Canada, doing little clips of I don't know how many sex toys, like. 40 different sex toys for the tsc.ca slash intimately you where you can shop where you too can shop online for phallic devices and other sexual wellness products so they carry everything as you know folks i have a show with city tv up here in canada and tsc and i have a private discount code that isn't on the website it's dr just 25 so if you are shopping for anything in terms of we vibe womanizer lay low glass dildos oh some beautiful glass dildos yeah. high on love of uh, Shots America and a whole bunch of other really cool brands, please, please do your shopping in Canada at tsc.ca slash intimatelyu and use code drjess25 to save. I I'm trying to think what the most interesting toy I got to play with was today. I think it was the glass butt plug. It's the Cristalino mm. plugger. Really, really pretty thing. You promoted those when I the show that I was on and they really, were, I'm not just saying that because I was on the show, it they were really nice. And does that, that code applies to everything? Right? This isn't just a plug. No, everything in sexual wellness. Yes. You can't get 25% no, no, no. off of Vitamix. I, I only... <laughs> well, no, that's what I was hoping when no. I got the discount code. I was like, I'm going to start selling the Vitamix. But Screw sex toys. Vitamix. Even if that applies to everything, some of those... Um, some of those sex toys that you're talking about don't get discounted that heavily. No, they don't. Even like even on the specials, when you see the Black Friday specials and stuff coming up, oftentimes with the high-end toys, it's not quite that high. It depends. But I do know they have holiday pricing. So once again, that plug. There you go. TSE.ca slash intimately you. And we'll put the links uh, on our page as well. All right. Uh, I don't want to take up too much time because we are going to be talking with Tiffany and John who are in a hot wife relationship. Uh, and this is an interesting one because I do get some questions around hot wifing. And, uh, but before we get to them, I want to briefly talk. I got to take this piece of meat off my head. <laughs> Great segue. Great segue. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put it down and talk about hand jobs because... You need both hands. Oh my God, you know how to give a good hand job. I, I do. I, I have a penis. You've given a lot of hand jobs to yourself. I have given many a hand job to myself. Yes. Do you do, you do it much anymore, though? I feel like you're lazy. No, I am you lazy. Make me do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a team effort. I, I posted about the hand job to end all blowjobs the other day, the Claudia. And so this is a move. I've talked about it before. I don't know if I talk about it much on the podcast. I used to talk a lot about hand jobs and blowjobs. It's kind of one of the first things I was allowed to talk about in the field. Like I remember when I was first starting out, uh, mostly women would ask me to come over and do like a girl's night in and sucking on the carrots just seemed to be what they wanted to do. So it's not that I had a special passion <laughs> for hand jobs and blowjobs, but I ended up talking about them a lot and writing these books on them. And the Claudia, 
is one of my absolute favorites, and it is simply two hands, fingers interlaced, wrap it right around that phallus, twice as much lube as you think you need, and twice as much pressure, especially on the lower third of the penis. But I was thinking about handjobs, because you really like handjobs. Let me just go back to the Claudia here. You, being the recipient, you don't know what's going on. I mean... You don't know if somebody is using their mouth. You you could be having, like, you could be, it could be anything. <laughs> you're, you're sounding kind of uh, cryptic here. So you mean like when they're giving you the Claudia, it feels like it could be a blowjob. It feels like it could be a blowjob. It feels like it could, could be, be a handjob. It feels like somebody could be riding you. Like it, if you really deprive other senses, meaning the visual side, mm -hmm. you can not know what's going on. And that's why I call it the handjob to end all blowjobs because yeah. it's that good. I have to ask you. Do you like hand jobs or blowjobs better? Um, I think I'm I'm more blowjobs. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, the reason I ask is like I know that people tend to like blowjobs better. Actually, people send us your feedback. Do you like hand jobs or blowjobs better? I think a lot of people say blowjobs, but you seem really responsive to hand jobs. I'm just responsive to touch. So you know, you you touch my penis, I'm happy. You make more noise during a hand job. Do I? I don't know. I just thought you did. Like that's my. Hmm. Interesting. I don't pay attention to the noises that I make. Okay, I don't want I'm you not, to. <laughs> I'm also not a noisemaker, and I've only started to make noise because you know, interviewing different professionals, they've and and listening to you talk too, you're all you're you're always like you you hold yourself back when you don't allow yourself to make noise, and I am that person. I am the person that doesn't allow myself to just make noise because I am so self-conscious. I feel like I sound like an idiot. No. Oh my God, it's hot. No. And I, whenever we have those, con these conversations, I'm like, oh, it's cool because we're having this conversation. But at the same time, sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to add one thing to your list of things to think about. Like, I don't want you to think like, oh, I should make more noise during a blowjob. Like, yeah, because I don't... we know I get in my own head. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think these conversations like between us, Forget everyone else. Forget all here. the people listening. Yeah, I always find them kind of revealing and kind of uh, calming. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel better after. But also sometimes in the sharing, I'm like, oh, is it too much for us? Not oh. not for, with the public. I mean, like you and me. I'm like, okay, so I made that observation of you. Now I don't want you to feel like you must adjust or something like that. I, I don't feel like I had to adjust. I feel like it was it was not that I needed your permission, but I felt like it was it was um, an encouragement to make to, noise, to make noise, like to just not be self-conscious and to not think about it. And it allowed me to do it. I so think one of the best ways to like start making noise if you're really, really quiet in bed is just with your breath, like just to take deeper breaths and like let the exhales emanate without hmm. any inhibition. Right. Because it's like people will say, oh, I want my partner to respond or I want my partner to like tell me how good it is. But getting somebody to say like, oh, dear God, when you touch me there, I feel like, uh, you know, I've gone to heaven and never want to come back is harder than getting someone to just say like, ah, you know. Yeah, because <laughs> it. Really, I'm just laughing because we're gonna be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> oh, you, uh, that you is know. your hand job sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So because I I didn't even like explain how we got here. Somebody asked about the hand job to end all blowjobs, and I think hand jobs are just so powerful if you start really slowly and gently and barely touching and kind of play with just the tips of your fingers or the backs of your hands, lots and lots of lube. And then eventually you work your way up to the Claudia. Like you start with what I call like a loose job where your hand is so loose 
you almost can't feel it. So like you want the penis to want you to grab it harder. Like you're creating that anticipation, getting that dopamine rush. And then you slowly build the pressure and slowly build the speed. And eventually when you get up to the Claudia and you're using two hands, fingers are interlaced, lots of lube, before they finish, you're kind of pulsing at the base a little bit and maybe twisting at the head a little bit so you get that coronal ridge and the frenulum. Maybe you're using your mouth, like you can put it all together, of course, or maybe you use a toy, mm, right? Yeah. We've talked about the ArcWave Ion, which is a cool stroking toy. We talked about the, which other one? Oh, the Love Honey Blow Motion you were using the other day. <laughs> I saw it in the bathroom. <laughs> well, I had to test the new, I had to test the, the product. Yeah, that one's called the Love Honey Blow Motion Real Feel Suction Masturbator. And they're all, again, at tsc.ca, but we're not doing that. We're just talking no, I hand know. jobs. I know. Uh, one thing that I find some penises apparently are responsive to is not only the pulse at the bottom at the and the twist at the top, but sort of a firmer stroke when you're pulling up and a slightly more gentle stroke when you're on your way down and then picking up the speed. But I find that if you really use the right technique, it doesn't have to be super, super fast. You can actually bring them to orgasm with a slow stroke. What are you laughing at? <laughs> When I was younger, there was this partner that I had and she would just like stroke so fast. It was, it was like a friggin' jackhammer. Was it hard too? It hurt. Did you lose some skin? I think I actually you, like, I, I'm pretty sure I got injured. Did you used to be girthier? She stripped it. She stripped some layers off. In, in all seriousness though, like it was just, it was a, maybe it was a race for her. It didn't seem like it, but it was just, oh my God, like it hurt. You were like, oh Yeah. This is great. Thank. Oh, thank you. But why? Why? Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you tell her? You know, great, great question for like seventeen-year-old Brandon or, or however. Maybe I was a bit older actually, but I don't know. I didn't. I didn't communicate. I didn't tell her what I wanted. It was just somebody was touching my penis, and at least it started off feeling good. Halfway through, you're kind of like, okay, I think we need to stop this. Do you think it's the messaging that like you're just lucky to be being absolutely? Touched? So we need to just we do we need to instead of stripping away layers of penis, we need to strip away that. <laughs> Strip away the... The messaging, though, around, like, any sex is good sex as opposed to tuning into pleasure. Anyhow, I will mention also, I have a video course at happiercouples.com. It is mind-blowing oral. There is one for the penis, one for the clitoris, where we talk about more techniques uh, with video, and I kind of walk you through them, and the models show you. So do check that out over at happiercouples.com. And I think that's enough about hand jobs. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about hot wifing. It's time to talk... Hot wifing. Joining us now are high school sweethearts. They have been married for 22 years. Your typical couple next door, a soccer mom living the hot wife lifestyle for the last 10 years. Tiffany and John, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having us. We're super excited. All right. High school sweethearts. How did you meet? Was it on the field and in, in class after hours? Um, well, we actually met at a concert um, going into our senior year of high school. John was had just moved into the town where I lived, and we were all at a concert. There was a guy walking by selling those light-up red roses, and the guy asked him, would you like to buy one? And he was like, why would I like to buy one? And he looked around, and he saw me, and he was like, I sure do. <laughs> and so he bought the red light-up rose, handed it to me, and introduced himself. That's it. The rest is history. True story. <laughs> and then the first day of high school, she came and found me and wanted to share lockers with me. Right. So I think that's, yeah, that's how we got started. 
So you're pretty much moved in together in high school, into the locker. You've got the Bachelorette Rose story to begin. You've been together 22 years. You have a family as well? We do. We do. We have two teenage boys. Two teenage boys who are awesome. Yeah. Like you said, we're your typical couple next door. All right. But you are also into the hot wife lifestyle. So I know that language tends to vary from person to person and there are no universal definitions, but what does it mean to you to be a hot wife couple? So for us, a hot wife couple is where the wife or me, I have sexual relationships with men other than my husband. And he, his pleasure is watching me pleasured. Sometimes he is present for the experiences and sometimes I am alone on dates by myself, which that all has evolved over time as well um, through this 10-year journey. So to us, I would say the hot wife lifestyle has evolved for us over the past 10 years. For me, a hot wife means just how gorgeous my wife is and how everybody loves to look at her and I love to show her off. She's been a hot wife to me before she was a hot wife. Um, you know, it's funny. I had to stop calling her a hot wife on Facebook because all our friends started to ask us questions about, you know, the lifestyle. And I was like, so yeah, that's what a hot wife is to me. So do your friends know that you're in the hot wife lifestyle? No, no absolutely no, no. not. No, no. no friends, no family, no kids, nobody. You are the first person we've in 10 years talked to. Well, I mean, we talk to people that desire about it, but no friends, no family. Instagram followers, no. <laughs> they know all about us. Uh, they've been our outlet for, you know, people to talk to and engage with and feel comfortable with. But other than that, no friends or family. Yeah. Unfortunately, where we live, you know, alternative lifestyles aren't really accepted. So it's something that we just keep between ourselves. Is it stressful to have to keep it to yourselves? Is it nerve-wracking to worry that you might be found out? For me, I enjoy that it's something that's just between us. I feel like, you know, it's like a sacred thing that we have between us and that we share and that we get to share our experiences um, together. Um, I think for John, I think he would like to shout it to the rooftops because he, he you know, just wants to tell everyone about it because it has been so great for our marriage. I, but, feel, I feel like we're in the closet, right? And that feels unauthentic to me. And it feels like we're hiding something, which I don't love. But, you know. Maybe one day, though, you know, it'll be more accepted and we can let everyone in on our little secret. But for now, we're not ready to do that. I'm curious as to your, the partners that you seek out, just because you're not open about it, how do you find partners and are, do you have to, do you find you venture a lot further to find partners to maintain that anonymity? Well, we use Tinder. Well, so it's, it's that's also evolved. <laughs> yeah, right? that's evolved too, how we started, because back in the day, there was no Tinder. Yeah, um, we use like adult, I don't know. I, we use different, different outlets. Yeah, different um, websites, different you know alternative websites. And we did, I think to your point, Brandon, have to find people not in our local town. I guess kind of the profile, if you will, the type of people that she likes, they're not in our circle, if you will. They're younger. Um, we're not too worried. And, we, and we've been very, very lucky with that, that yeah. you know, no one has really said anything. But, you know, 
Yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, no, no, no. That answers my question. I was more just because of this fear of being outed, which really honestly stinks. Like that, you know, and I I get it, that exists. I was just curious how you went about finding partners to satisfy this because I I mean, I can hear from the way that you talk and the way that the two of you interact that obviously, you know, you really, you have a great thing going on and, you know, you feel fulfilled on, on so many different levels that it just frankly sucks that, you know, you do feel like you can't share it and not be judged or, or anything like that. So that's great. That's great. I'm glad that you're able to find people. I'm and glad. Hopefully, hopefully these conversations help to normalize. Um, I, I'm curious when you take the hot wife lifestyle versus say the swing lifestyle, is there more acceptance for one versus the other? Like, for example, do people think, oh, well, swingers, it's kind of an equal exchange where they're both playing in the same way. Do you face additional stigma because the rules for each of you or the desires for each of you are so divergent? Before she answers, I like that you said the, not the rules, but you said the desires, Mm -hmm. because for us, that's really the difference, right? I think, you know, when you start putting rules around this, that's about control and that's about domination. And and that's not what we're about, right? We're about experiencing the desires that we have in an open, safe place that we don't have to lie to each other, or quite frankly, we don't have to lie to ourselves, right? And, And so that's, not to divert your question, but because it is very different. That's, I think that's what the swingers kind of, yeah. the swingers judge us by saying, you know, this is not right. It's, it's really interesting, right? Because not only do you have all, you know, normal people, so to speak, probably shouldn't use that word, but, but like monogamous know, people. Correct. We know. call them vanilla, our vanilla friends, our vanilla people. Exactly. <laughs> Well, right. You face judgment from them, but then you're also facing this additional layer of judgment uh, because only Tiffany is playing with other people. But I appreciate that language around your desires. So I'm curious, can we drill down to that? Tiffany, what is your desire that fuels your embracing of the hot wife lifestyle? Like, what is it you desire? I desire real, true, authentic connection with my husband, first and foremost. Um, And I feel like through my experiences and this lifestyle, like we truly are connected and we have such a strong bond marriage. Like it's brought so many great things to our, to our marriage, you know, and obviously I desire amazing sex. I mean, I'll just be honest. Like we all have desires and fantasies for me. I feel very lucky and fortunate that I'm experiencing all those fantasies that I have and desires and that my husband's right along beside me. Love it. I think it's changed over time too, right? I think, you know, before we started this for her, I don't think she knew what her desires were. And I think, you know, by, yeah, by you sure. know, exploring this path, she's realized things that, you know, she never even fantasized about. And yeah. I think from the husband's point of view, watching her, she's always been amazing, right? She's the high school cheerleader. She was, you know, just misses everything to me. But when we got married, you know, we fit this normal marriage, what everybody expects. And then when we got outside of that, all of a sudden, I feel like she blossomed into even better than what she was, if you can say it like that, that, you know, she's just living her best life and we're living it together and experience. I mean, I can picture us 90 years old sitting in our two little loungers talking about all the crazy fun (laughs) things that we've experienced that nobody else you know, can, will we'll understand or relate to and much more fun than when we're 90 years old, looking back saying, eh, you know, 
What did we do? <laughs> we bought a new carpet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that house. time we went and shopped for a carpet? So can you share one of those crazy, wild, exciting experiences, one that really stands out to the two of you? Yeah, you go. Oh for it. my you, gosh. There's so, there's so many. Um, um, wow. She want, you want to go to the one you're dating right now, but <laughs> I, I mean, what about the first one? Let's start there. I mean, well, the first time it happened very organically. It wasn't, it wasn't really something <laughs> that we had talked about. I mean, John had always known, I think that, you know, he, I fantasized was, about it in college. I fantasized it during, our, I don't know where or how the fantasy started. I just, you know, and for the longest time I struggled with it myself, you know, even how do I tell my wife I want to watch her with another guy, you know, that. And he never did. Like, I mean, that was just, he never brought that up to me. We never, he never, we never talked about it. We role played um, a little bit. Yeah, we would role play and play around and stuff like that. But the first time we were on vacation, it just kind of happened organically. This guy was flirting with me. I was like. This guy, he was a professional tennis player <laughs> at the U.S. Open. Uh, anyway, uh, so we, you know, like what's going on? And then John would look at me and like shake his head and smile. And I'm like, are we really going to do this? And yeah, it happened. We ended up in his hotel room and John was there right beside me. And the next morning we both woke up and looked at each other. Like after we had like the most amazing sex that we had had in a very long time, look at each other like, wow, okay, like we have just entered into a whole new world part of our marriage. And little did we know it was going to be a wild ride. <laughs> there was no jealousy on my part. I think that that's what she was concerned the most about was, you know, are you going to get jealous? Are you going to look at me different? Right. Are, are you going to have negative? Yeah. And to be honest, after that, that first experience, it took me a long time, almost a year until there was another experience because I had to work through a lot of things. Like as a woman, you know, I think we're told taboo. We're not supposed to have sexual desires. It's okay for men, but not for women, not to be open with our sexuality. And I think a lot of those things that society had teaches us, I had to work through and finally realize like, okay, it's okay for me to have my own wants and desires outside of my husband. This is something my husband truly wants too. Like he's not jealous. We have a really strong, solid marriage. Like we were ready for this, you know, but yeah, it took a whole year until we were ready to experience it again. Yeah. And, um, and in the beginning, did you even know the language around hot wifing? Not at all. And how did you stumble upon it? I think I went online and I probably Googled, am I weird for my wife? And, you know, ran across some websites and started reading. I think it at the time, I can't, I'm going to say this wrong, but I think they called it like cuckolding. Mm -hmm. and, and I was actually very much turned off by that because mm -hmm. everything that I read about that was more about humiliation and and which is fine for some couples we're not right yeah, like, yeah. yeah you know not so maybe the like cuckolding can involve the desire to feel demeaned or not good enough and of course it means different things to different people and for some people that's their jam but yours is not about that i'm curious and i don't always want to drill down to the why 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 no uh, but i'm you know we no like really and we don't always need an explanation if something turns you on it turns you on do you have any theories john on your side as to why it's so hot for you 
if you saw it, you would know. <laughs> <laughs> so you're very visual, it sounds like. Yeah, um, yeah very visual. Do you appreciate that other people are admiring Tiffany? Like, does it give you some validation as well and some power in knowing that she's also with you? Probably. I mean, you know, <laughs> so I love psychology too, Dr. Jess. But... I, I don't want to, no, I don't want to put anything on you. <laughs> no, I mean, I, 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 why is my question? Why about everything? Why life? Why in life? And, and so I tried to answer that question for a long time. And I think I kind of just stopped. I kind of just said, you know what? It doesn't matter, you know, because this is what we like to do and this is who we are. And maybe I had a effed up childhood, right? Maybe it mommy, daddy issues. Maybe I had control issues. Maybe I had authority issues. I, who knows? Whatever the issue is, it's there. And it's being, I don't know, filled or is that the right word I'm looking for? It's um, Yeah, or balanced or, balanced. listen, I don't think it's an issue. I don't think we have to look for like a deficit. I, I'm more interested in the feelings that underlie it, right? So for example, like Tiffany said, she just likes good sex. She likes being desired. She likes the excitement, the fantasy. I'm just curious if there's any feelings of like validation and there doesn't have to be. There, Like it could just be, damn, this looks good and I like watching it. <laughs> I, read a, I read a term, I, I don't know if I'm going to say it right, somewhere called... Um, Compersion, I think that's what it is. You know, I've always been a people pleaser and I don't actually love that I'm a people pleaser because it's very hard growing up as a people pleaser. Uh But, you know, by nature, I'm a people pleaser. And I think that by doing this in some different way, I am pleasing her in ways that not necessarily that I can't, but I'm one person, right? I mean, I I can't give her different experiences. I can't give her all the things that you know, we, we didn't experience in college. And maybe this is going to go answer some of the questions, but in college, we didn't go do what a lot of college people do and, you know, have lots of different partners and experiences. And, you know, so maybe I feel bad that she missed out on some of that, which I wasn't the best college boyfriend. And I did experience some of that, but, you know, <laughs> so maybe I'm you know, giving it back to her. I, I don't know. But the reality is I, I like to please her. And I think that this definitely Please, sir. <laughs> I love I love that concept of compersion of deriving pleasure from someone else's pleasure. And as I ask you why and what motivates you, I think the same needs to be asked of monogamy, especially in the context of, as you put it, rules. Like, why would you want your relation to put limits on your partner's pleasure? What holds you back from wanting your partner to have everything in life that could possibly feel good, obviously within reason, without hurting anyone while minimizing risks, all of those things. Uh, and I think that we ask questions of folks who are in, as you put it, alternative lifestyles, and we don't ask those same questions of folks who are monogamous. Like, why did you choose this? What appealed to you about it? Well, the reality is most people in monogamous relationships, with some exceptions, but most people didn't choose it. They kind of just fell into it. It was a default. And so people must make a lot of assumptions. So I'm curious what people get wrong about your experience in the hot wife lifestyle and what you want people to kind of take away. Like we're having this conversation so that people understand this really works for you. This is an option for people. Uh, this can be really hot and enjoyable and fulfilling. So what do people get wrong? What do you want them to better understand? I get tons of followers on my Instagram asking me, you know, they want to know, how do I get my wife to do this? And, you know, how'd you get started? How do I get my wife to do this? But they also, you know, they want to know, you know, am I weird for, for wanting my wife to watch my wife with another man? And, um, and the number one question I think is, does your husband get jealous? Why, why does your husband, why would he let you do this? So what do they get, um, what do they get wrong about us? Though? So I think they, what, 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 what do they assume about us? Right. I think that what they assume about us is 
everybody assumes because we live this lifestyle that she just wants to sleep with everybody out there. Oh, very true. Right. Yeah. That, you know, that, that, you know, we're just like swinging from some sex ropes and running around naked all the time and the doors open, come on in. Right. It's, that's I, it, not related to our message, but to answer your question, what do they assume? That's. And I think a lot of, they assume that, you know, it's something that we go out and do all the time. We go out every weekend and we're looking to hook up with somebody. And that's just, that's just not how, that's just not how it works. Um, that's just and that, not what that, we do. And I think they also assume the whole cuckold thing, right? That, that it's some sort of humiliation that I like to, that I got a small one or something like that, or, I, you know, that, that I like to see her with some guys that are bigger or stronger or whatever. And that's, that's a, a, the wrong assumption as well. And I think one big assumption is, is that the reason why he lets me do it is because he wants to in turn experience be with other women as well. And that there's a lot of projection there, right? Because somebody yeah. else thinks I would only do that if my partner also let me. First of all, it sounds like nobody's letting anybody do anything. <laughs> it sounds like it's we've created this this relationship and this arrangement that works for us. But there's a lot of projection when people think, well, he would only do that so that he could get some too. Listen, if that's the way you operate, that's the way you operate. But I don't know why you would assume that about, you know, Tiffany and John or anybody else, right? When we make those types of assumptions, it really reflects where we're coming from, I think, right? There's that that strong project projection. Um, for folks who are curious about the hot wife lifestyle, where do you suggest they begin? with each other communicating and talking to each other like one thing we've learned is that communication is key overly talk about things I mean we would go after an experience we would go through every single detail and talk about our feelings at that moment and were you feeling this or that and just be very open about your wants desires feelings I think just like me you know people go to the internet and, and search I think that's the wrong place to start I think it's a great place to go together, but you really just need to talk to each other. We get questions every single day and it's like, why do you do this? Why do you do this? How do you do that? Talk to your wife, talk to your husband, right? Understand what their thoughts are. Don't manipulate the system, the, the situation, but be honest about the situation. Look at them and tell them that you love them and that you want to experience everything in life with them. And there's no hidden agendas here, but if you can't have that honest communication with them, I think going to the internet and getting on some website is just going to send you down a path of, you know, questions and yeah. It's yeah. More questions than answers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, certainly you're probably not prepared to explore the hot wife lifestyle. If you're not having the conversations with the partner, no. similar, and I can say the same of any sort of sexual or relational re arrangement, right? If you can't talk to your partner, if you're just, you know, looking for an expert to say you are right, or this is how you do it. For example, Tiffany, the guys who say, how do I get my partner to do it? The big question is, does your partner want to do it right? Just because it turns you on doesn't mean it'll turn your partner on. You happen to have a compatibility match here. Right. We didn't at right. first. Tiffany would never have done this if it weren't for the famous tennis player. What do you call it? A, um, a famous celebrity uh, thing. She loves celebrities. And so I don't, I don't think if it would have been any normal guy on that rooftop. Well, now. I don't, not sure about that. I think, you know, in, when we were younger and our marriage in the early stages of our marriage, I don't, I could not see us doing this. Like, I just, I feel like we were not ready for it. It could have made things very complicated. And I think it was about timing then. You have to be and, in a good stage. You have to be mature. Right. It's not something that fixes something. Right. Right. Fact, right. We always get those questions, right. right? Like we're having trouble in our marriage. Should we open it up? <laughs>
and back to your question about you know guys asking I, that's one thing like I get a lot of times oh my wife you know our sex life's so boring I just want to you know open it up and invite someone else in and I'm like you have to be very very careful with that you know like inviting someone else in doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna put a spark in your in your sex life or your marriage like it could totally go a different direction so you know especially if your partner isn't on board right there's always this like element in those questions of convincing right? Because I get a lot of that. How do I convince my partner to? How do I, well, you can present it, but if it's not a fit for them, you don't really want to convince them because you're going to have to, there's probably going to be some pressure or manipulation. Like people have to arrive at their desires on their own. And, And there's always a, let's just say I'm into it and Brandon's not into it. As you said, like there's a lot of role play stuff you can do, a lot of fantasy talk, a lot of porn you can explore, even just going online in terms of uh, cam models and stuff like that. It doesn't have to be all the way all the time. And as you said, you're not doing this every weekend, right? This is something that you do. I presume it takes energy and time and maybe even money if you have to travel to do it. Yeah. Going to to the resorts. I don't know if we can mention certain resorts, but going to certain resorts that are are not cheap. (laughs) No, you mentioned Desire. So you've been down to Desire in Mexico. Yeah. 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 What's your experience there? We actually just came back from Temptations a couple of days ago. Oh, awesome. oh, we know a yeah. bunch of people that were there for the, uh, was it, there was a big kind of event there. Dirty Vibes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were there together. I was there with a different group for a retreat, for a women's retreat, but uh, yeah. So what's your experience at Desire? We had an incredible experience. We were we were very overwhelmed at first. <laughs> <laughs> There's other people like us. Oh we my were God. like, wow, okay, this is like, we are we are normal like it was that part was great being able to just talk to so many like-minded people and everyone's so open and nice and kind and welcoming like it was that was an amazing feeling just being able to live out in the open for a week and I had a really incredible experience my first time being with another couple and John was there watching so that was a wild experience you up on the up on the uh, rooftop balcony hot tub area over there in the cabana or the the little beds you know after the late night in front of everybody yeah it was that was, was pretty fun to watch yeah Very cool. And just to give people some context as a reminder, Desire has two resorts down on the Mayan Riviera area. They have Desire Riviera Maya and Desire Pearl. And uh, Desire Riviera Maya must have been where where you were at if you were on the rooftop. Uh, And it's it's a clothing optional resort in many areas of the resort. Of course, not in the restaurants and not in the lobby. And there are a couple of play areas, including the rooftop jacuzzi with these oceanside beds, as well as a playroom uh, and a disco. And it's very erotic themed, really, really exceptional environment. Let me ask you before you go, it was your first time with a couple. Was that a different experience? than just being with one person yeah it was it was I think that's a, it, it also was, is the question everybody thinks to be with women and and they want her and she's not into women really well I mean I mean I was with another woman and man at the same time which was so erotic and so just wow but yeah I I I like being with men I mean that's just <laughs> where I'm at right now so 
I'm surprised she's not flirting with Brandon more. <laughs> He's staying quiet over there in the corner. <laughs> Just staying quiet. But 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 I do want to say I really appreciate you know what John said earlier on about you know starting this off and it was a fantasy and I feel like you know bringing up your fantasies to your partner when you've got this solid base that it seems like the two of you have allows you to explore these opportunities without some of the risk right like you you and then you can have these conversations. It's like you have such a fundamental base for your relationship what adds to the strength. So when we hear these, I mean, I see Jessica these questions all the time. Oh, you know, my my relationship is it's tough. Let's just open it up. I'm like, yeah, that's gonna fix the problem. Good, good one. Good call. How do I convince my partner to do this? I'm like, why are you convincing them to do anything? Like there's already like, to me, that's, you've got a, there's a problem that's not going to fix right. it. And it has nothing right? to do with sex. It has to do with probably your approach no. to the relationship. Before we let you go, what message do you want to send to people out there? What do you want them to know about the hot wife lifestyle and hot wife couples? Can I say one more thing before you go there? Cause I know you yeah, probably yeah. have something. Yeah. One other thing that just kind of hit me when you asked, what does everybody automatically assume wrong about us? I think this is a, an important one because it's changed over time. It used to be all the things that we talked about. It seems like the last two years, Everybody thinks that we're, we're doing this and we have the Instagram page and probably are going to assume that we're getting on this podcast because we want to sell content and have an OnlyFans page. We've thought about it, right? I mean, you'd be crazy not to think about it, but that's not the reason why we do it, right? I mean, we, quite frankly, we don't do it because we're scared of it and getting out there. We're scared of people understanding and learning. We've played with it and, you know, who knows, maybe someday we do, but for now, this is just between us and our Instagram followers and now all your followers. So yeah, that's there's no ulterior, ulterior motive here. We, we just want to share our experiences, try to help another couple that thinks that they may want to enter the lifestyle, whether it be hot wife or swinging or whatever, you know, we just want to share our experiences and try to help marriages out there. And it's, it's definitely turned into that. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know that it would be a mission of ours, but it definitely feels good knowing that, you know, we're helping people, maybe it's just through Instagram DMs, but it feels good knowing that we're helping people navigate these things and, and, and directing them back to their, each other, as opposed to, you know, something that we wanted to do. So I think that that's, that's our message. Right. To just to normalize other. these, these desires. And it, it must be so tough to have these fantasies in the beginning and feel as though you can't disclose them to your partner. You can't disclose them to the world. It's, it's sad to hear that the stigma still exists, but we, we had a question from a listener the other day who had uh, made some, some porn videos with their partner and is, and felt no shame around it, but then their friends shame them. And, you know, that's why we're having these conversations, hopefully to normalize and reduce the stigma, reduce the shame. And so we thank you so much for being willing to open up and share your story. Uh, it's always nice to talk to couples who are happy together, who have this like wonderful foundation. Of course, no relationship is perfect, but it sounds like you've built something really great. So thanks for being willing to open up and share with us today. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having us. It's been so much fun. We've been a big fan of yours, Dr. Big Jess. followers. You know, so you've helped <laughs> us in ways and if we can yeah. help your followers, it's uh, all the better. So thanks for having us. Thanks, Brandon. Good to meet you, ma'am. Thanks, Brandon. And thank you for listening. If you are shopping for the holiday season, please do head on over to tse.ca. And if you want to get specific, tse.ca slash intimately you shop with the code DrJess25 to save 25% off any sexual wellness item. Order now so you can get it in time for the holidays. A nice gift. Actually gift yourself. Screw your partner. Just get something you want. Literally screw your partner. Or screw your partner, as Brandon said. All right, folks. Have a great week wherever you are.
You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Improve your sex life. Improve your life. <laughs> 